0: The thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows
1: discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Ose Yao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry in Kumase, Ghana.
0: God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and impact their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory success and limitless prosperity.
1: God bless
2: you as you listen. For those of you who are married and for those of you who are in courses, Uh it's important that after these sessions you, you listen to the messages and then you discuss the issues that have been raised. Because that's the only way you can derive maximum benefit and profit from what we are doing. Praise God. At the end of the day, when relationships are enriched, marriages become better and they last. Then the objective for the conference has been achieved. And that can only be achieved when after going home, you sit down with your spouse and then you discuss. You sit down with your, uh, your fiancé or fiancé and then you discuss on the issues that are uh, being raised the areas they apply to you and how you can put yourself to work in all of those areas Amen Okay, how to enjoy your sexual life as a couple Proverbs 5 verse 15 to 19 This is one of the areas that uh, there's a lot of secrecy about Praise God And it's also one of the major problem areas in marriages the Bible says in Proverbs 5 verse 15 to 19, Drink water from your own well. Share your love only with your wife. Why spill the water of your springs in the streets? Having sex with just anybody. Why spill the water of your springs in the streets? Having sex with just anyone. You deserve it. You should reserve it for yourselves. Never share it with strangers. Let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth; she is a loving dear, a graceful doe. Let her breast satisfy you always, and may you always be captivated by her love. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse one to nine. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse one to five. We actually do up to five. He says, now regarding the questions, message please. Now getting down to the questions you ask in your letter to me, first. Is it a good thing to have sexual relations? Certainly. But only within the context. Within a certain context. It's good for a man to have a wife and for a woman to have a husband. Sexual drives are strong but marriage is strong enough to contain them and provide for a balanced and fulfilling sexual life in a world of sexual disorder. The marriage bed must be a place of mutuality. The husband seeking to satisfy the other, whether in bed or out, abstaining from sex is permissible for a period of time if both agree to it. And if it's for the purposes of prayer and fasting, but only for sad times, then come back together again. Satan has an ingenious way of tempting us when we least expect. Praise God. Praise God. So it's quite clear from the scripture that God thinks about sex. God talks about sex. God is interested in sex. But it's supposed to be within a certain context and the context has to be within marriage. So once you are married sex is very 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 good. Praise God. Why is sex important in marriage? A few reasons. One, sex is important in marriage for the purposes of of procreation. God ordained sex in marriage so that there can be procreation. God desires that there is reproduction and continuity. He told Adam, he blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth. So that's one major reason why sex is ordained in marriage. In Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, the New Living Translation says, now Adam had sexual relations with Eve, his, with his wife, Eve, and she became pregnant and she gave birth to Cain and she said with God's help, I produced a man. Praise God. So sexual relationships are designed by God in a marriage to bring forth children and that's why anyone that is desirous of a child, you are entitled to it. God will visit you with it. In the mighty name of Jesus. If childbearing has delayed, keep on having pleasurable sex. Praise God. Don't see it as a burden. Don't see it as a border. Praise God. And we've been doing this for one year. We've been doing it for two years. Nothing is coming out. Keep on doing it. Be excited about it. Praise God. That's what you need. Very, very important. God ordained sex so that among other things, children will come home. The Bible says he made them one. In the book of Malachi chapter 2, verse 14 to 15, he made them one, and for the reason he made them one is so he could seek a godly seed. A godly seed will come out of your union. Number two, sex is for recreation and release. Somebody say recreation and release. In a world of pressure, in a world of tension, you need an outlet to ease yourself and to release yourself. And sex is one of those outlets. Praise God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The most spiritual person here tonight is in Tiamo. Praise God! Yeah. Sex is for release. Somebody says it's for release. It's for recreation. Praise God. The Bible says, "Why spill the water of the streets?" There is something you must release. But you must release it at the right place. Praise God. Tension must be released at the right place. Pressure must. Distress must be done at the right place. Praise God. And one of the avenues for that is sex. Praise God. It's sex. where you get come under serious pressure. When you come under serious tension. Even if you are going to write exams. And you are married. It can, it can help you. Praise God. You are going for interview. You are confused and your wife is around. Enjoy yourself before you go. It can make a lot of difference. Somebody say sex is for release and recreation. And we are talking about pleasure. Somebody say pleasure. Sex is for fun. It's for pleasure. God wants you to have pleasure. Praise God. God wants you to have fun. God wants you to enjoy yourself. So it's not something that is only for making babies. Don't say we are finished making babies. Why are you still on me? Praise God. He is on you for a superior and a greater reason. And that is for, for pleasure. Praise God. Yeah. So sex is for pleasure. Sex is for Recreation Recreation and release. Somebody say recreation and release. Number three, sex is for communication. Why sex? Why did God say that if you want to abstain from sex, it should be for a short time? It's because it's a means of communicating. Your deepest affection one to another in a marriage. Marriage is a lifelong communication, conversation. Praise God. That's why you must marry someone you can communicate with. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And then, sexually. There must be that communication. Praise God. The deepest medium of communication on the earth is sex. Praise God. In sex, we communicate on three levels. Spiritually, emotionally, and physically. In all areas, there is communication. It's the deepest form of communication. Praise God. We communicate our love, we express our love to one another in diverse ways. We do so by buying gifts, we do so by doing other things. One other way we also demonstrate and communicate or express our love to our spouse is through active and pleasurable sex. Praise God. Shout an amen. Okay. Number four. Sex is for intimacy. Intimacy. Intimacy means into me. See? Praise God. When you look into scripture, one of the things that the Bible used to describe sex is to know the Bible said Adam knew his wife. Knew his wife. Knew his wife. Every time sex is done in its proper context. Most of the time scripture uses the word new. When it is Outside contest, the Bible says he laid praise God. So, even God, <laughs> praise God. So, sex is a means of intimacy. Somebody say, Intimacy, first Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 15 to 18. Until that time, the message version, until that time, remember that your bodies are created with the same dignity as the master's body. You wouldn't take the master's body off to a a whole house would you i should hope not there is more to sex than mere skin on skin praise god there is more to sex where you verse 17 to 18 there's more to sex the actually He said there's more to sex than the message, than message There's more to sex than mere skin to skin. Sex is a much spiritual mystery as a physical act. As it's written in scripture, the two become one. We become what? Become one. You become one with the person you sleep with. Praise God. So if you know you don't want to be one with such a person, you have no business sleeping with a person. Praise God. Most of the time, when couples are drifting apart, one of the surest signs is their sex life. When they are drifting apart, you begin to see that when you engage them and they'll be honest, you realize that sex has not gone on in months and weeks. Praise God. When a marriage is very alive, active, sex is very, very regular, except for the purposes of fasting and prayer, which the Bible says should be for a limited time. Praise God. In a, a marriage that is sweet, alive and active, if the couples are not too old, sex should be weekly. Praise God. Some do it twice every, uh, every other day. Praise God. But as your strength would help you, you must have it as frequently as possible. Take it like the communion. As often <laughs> <laughs> as often as you do it. Praise God praise God now you see because it has to be done often and regularly you have to know how to do it well praise God because if you don't do it well getting it regularly will be difficult praise God (laughs) I hope you are (laughs) married (laughs) though that's really right okay number five sex is for moral purity and protection against fornication somebody say moral purity. Moral purity. purity it's very important to keep the society pure sex must be in the right context amen sex is for moral purity and protection against fornication And that puts a lot of responsibility on you as couples. Praise God. Your husband married you or your wife married you because as much as possible they understand they cannot be Enoch's. Praise God. So don't force him to become an Enoch though he has married. Say amen. amen. Good. Don't make him become an Enoch. The Bible says, now concerning the things which you wrote to me, 1 Corinthians 7, 1 and 2. Concerning the things which you wrote to me, it is good, King James, that a man should not touch a woman, nevertheless, to avoid what? Fornication. To avoid fornication. You see? When you are married and you stab your husband so bad, you stab your wife so hard, that he steps out of the matrimonial home to commit fornication, God will deal with him. But he will deal with you equally as well praise god yeah you are equally liable before god you call liable equally it's no it's no excuse for stepping out to misbehave but if your husband steps out your wife steps out because you are not uh, agreeing mutually to do the thing. god will deal with you may god not deal with you amen. say an amen how should success therefore be done in a marriage? How should it be done? Don't stop imagining things because I'm not giving you pictures. Praise God. Yeah, that may be for couples only. Praise God. When we meet as couples only, we can show you uh, effective positions sometime to come. Praise God. We will do all of that sometime to come. Maybe in the course of the year. Amen. There are things people are doing secretly. We should all come together and do it openly. So that our conscience will be free. Am I communicating here? Yeah. 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 Your conscience will be free. How should sex be done between in in a, a marriage? Sex must be done exclusively with your spouse only. Exclusively with your spouse only. Five ways to have sex as a couple. Five ways to have sex as a couple. Number one, have it regularly. Someone say regularly. Regularly. The Bible says regularly. It should be regular. Spontaneously. Abstain. <laughs> Too busy. Too daily. <laughs> I hope you are not Mr. Ghana. <laughs> Praise God. Turn to your name and say have it regularly. Only with your wife. Yeah. The Bible said be satisfied. Let her breast satisfy you always. Always means always. He said be ravished always with the love. Abstaining from sex is only for a limited period. Did you see that? A limited period. It means that for most times, let it be happening. May a wife not deny her husband. May a husband not be giving excuses. Give me a believing amen. Amen. Give me a believing amen. Amen. Number two, have it consensually. Have it consensually. Agree. Agree. We will do it twice a week. We will do it three times a week. We will do it uh, every other day. Agree. Praise God. You have to. The Bible says that if you are going to abstain, it should be something both of you agree on. Consent. Come to a consent about it. Not that this one says, I want this. And the other person says, I want this. No. You have to agree. Praise God. There must be mutual agreement about sex. It's very important. Abstinence from sex should never be a unilateral decision in a home. If you want peace in your home. Praise God. It should never be a unilateral decision. You don't subject, I I, I only avail myself when I feel for it. They don't do it like that. Praise God. You may not feel for it, but if your partner is calling for it, you must know how to respond. Praise God. Either the action is coming off or not, your response is very important. Am I communicating here? Yeah, very, very important. So you don't, you don't ask, Cases where there are obvious reasons for a man to stay away, or for a wife to stay away, when the man is uh, on his hospital bed, you can't go and force him and say, hey, "Let's do the thing." You are you are being human. When a mother is nursing a child, fresh, probably she's come out of surgery and things. I mean, even if she's not out of surgery, you need to give her time. Praise God, you need to give her time. Pressure of uh, uh, adapting to this new baby. And then you are on him every night. What kind of human being are you? Praise God. Very, very important. Very important. Number three. Have sex pleasurably. Somebody say pleasurably. This is how God wants us to have it. Pleasurably. It should be pleasurable. It should not be painfully. It should be pleasurable. Enjoy it. Praise God. Enjoy it. God wants you to enjoy sex. Not to endure it. Genesis 18, 9 to 12. Genesis 18, 9 to 12. New King James Version. He says, Then they said to him, Where is Sarah your wife? So he said, Here in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. Behold, Sarah your wife shall have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old. Well advanced in age and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself saying after I have grown old shall I have what? Shall I have what? The contest was looking at getting a child across but Sarah saw sex as pleasure. In her old age she saw sex as pleasure. How can you a young woman just married about two years ago You are getting tired of sex. May grace come upon you. May you be born again. Can somebody give me an amen here? Have it. Do it pleasurably. And then, number four, have sex purposefully. Have it purposefully. This is where family planning comes in. You don't just do it anytime, anywhere, at any condition praise god then you say uh, you produce the children one after the other you plan you agree with your spouse we're going to do two by the time realize you've done six and the children you have created are now creating problems in your home and it's as if somebody uh, gifted you with them no you produce them praise god one of the statements i don't like is when you ask a couple what what are you looking at They say we are looking up to God. I say, stop being hypocritical and spiritual. Who are you looking up to God? The thing is with you. You are producing the thing. You are saying you are looking up to God. Praise God. Particularly when the children are there. You say you are looking up to God. Take the appropriate mechanisms and precautions. Somebody say amen. Amen. Yeah. If you are not ready for a child, there's a way you have sex. If you are ready for a child, there's also a way you have sex. Praise God. You cannot be trusting God for a child and every time you are using condom. Stop it. Children don't come that way. Praise God. Yeah. You don't come that way. Number five. How are we supposed to have sex in marriage? Have sex dutifully. Dutifully. Somebody say dutifully. Uh-huh. Dutifully. Sex in the marriage is also a matter of obligation. Praise God. It's a duty. When you go to work, sometimes there are things you don't like, but you do them. Praise God. You may be very tired, but you still must marshal strength to do certain things. How come you are able to marshal strength at work to do all kinds of things, but when you come home every night, night after night, you are tired. Night after night, you have an excuse. It's a bad sign. Praise God. It's a duty. See it as a responsibility. So, when you see it like that, your attitude towards it will be different. Even if you are saying no, you say no with respect, diplomacy, and a positive attitude. Praise God. Sometimes, some men would easily understand their spouse, provided they will speak to them well. Why are they too much? When you say something like this to a spouse, No Praise God. All more than way. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. It's, a, it's, it's,
0: it's,
2: it's as much a responsibility as cooking is your responsibility. Praise God. As much as a responsibility as giving job money is a responsibility, as much as a responsibility as taking care of children and women with children. Understand me. Every time you build your life around the children, build your life around the children.. Build your, every time when the man needs your attention is the children, is the children, as if you are the only person who produces the children. Praise God, yes. listen, be careful, you don't push your husband away by reason of the children. We were told yesterday that children will grow up at a certain stage they will leave you. So if you have made this man hostile, you've made him unattractive, and you have made him lose his interest in sex. When they go, you will see how you survive. Praise God. Sex is a duty. Somebody says it's a duty. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse three to five. Your right to say no does not rest with you in sex. Please hear that. Your right to say no to sex in a marriage does not rest only with you, it rests with your spouse. Praise God. That's why the Bible talks about mutual understanding, amplified version. He says the husband should give to his wife her conjugal right. Somebody says my, right. my right. Goodwill, kindness, and what is due him as his wife. Likewise, a wife to her husband. Verse 4. For the wife does not have. Take note of that. The wife does not have what? Read it well. The wife does not have what? Has that right? Mm -hmm. So those of you that when you are touched, then you shift to the other end of the bell bed. Sometimes you can even get out of the bed and go and uh, sleep on the floor. God forgive you and have mercy on your soul. Praise God. Your body is not your own. When you marry, your body belongs to your husband. Praise God. Humble yourself. Let him explore. Give me an amen. Yeah, humble yourself.
0: Humble yourself.
2: Praise God. As a husband, though it's your wife's responsibility and duty, it is also a greater responsibility on you to make sure that she responds to you in a very, very good way. You know, sometimes uh, at a workplace, your boss can get you to do the right thing or do something in two ways. He can threaten you to do it. He can also motivate you to do it. Praise God. And in sex, that is equally important. Praise God. Yeah, it's much, it's, uh, in as much as it's a duty, it has to be done heartily, not passively. Praise God! Don't rape your wife in your home. Praise God! Yeah, yeah. don't rape her. Cause her to come alive, and then you'll be happy. Praise God! Hallelujah. Come alive, you'll be happy. Praise God! Yeah. Now for sex to happen in these ways there are a few things that we need to observe as a couple things that can help you to enjoy your sexual life as a couple number one, be scripturally informed about sex, somebody say be scripturally informed say be scripturally informed the knowledge you have about sex should not be coming from Hollywood, gollywood or nollywood it should be coming from scripturewood Praise God. It should be coming from where? Scripture would. The knowledge must come from the word of God. So you have to be scripturally informed. Don't act as if sex is dirty. God does not see sex as dirty. Praise God. Yeah. So you need to be scripturally informed about it. Number two, communicate freely, honestly and respectfully with your spouse about sex. Somebody say communicate freely. Yeah, communicate freely. There are couples that don't, do not talk about sex. They do it, but they don't want to talk about it. There's, there's a, there, they need a certain mental renovation. Praise God. There are certain fundamental teachings that if when you got them at a certain stage of your life, if you don't grow into certain truth, it can disturb you. Praise God. Yeah, and you need a mental shift. So communicate freely, honestly, and respectfully with your spouse about sex. This one is very nice. I think you should be doing this more. Freely. Yes. Right. Oh, my Listen, what's, what's for him? Praise God. You see, one of the reasons why couples don't enjoy their marriage is because they, don't, they want to, there's some amount of pride. You need to humble yourself. When it comes to sex, you have to humble yourself. Humble yourself. In fact, one of the words scripture uses uh, to uh, identify people who get involved in sex is to be humble. The person humbled her. Praise God. So if you want to have a a pleasurable sex, humble yourself. Don't be acting as if somebody is a sinner, you are a holy sister. Praise God. What we are doing is not a sin. What we are doing, God is excited about it. So I'm surprised you are not excited. Praise God. When you are having sex and you are happy and all the things are happening. (laughs) Listen. God God sits in heaven and says, "Ah." (laughs) That's that's my boy. (laughs) Praise God. Yeah, Yeah. When you do it well, your wife is happy, you are happy. When you are done, God said, That's my boy. That's my girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Praise God. Yeah. God is excited. Praise God. So communicate. Somebody say, Communicate freely, honestly, and respectfully. Praise God. Don't use wrong words to describe the genitals of your spouse. Praise God. I think it's on your You see, it's not, it's not good. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. That was. <laughs> where are you why you speak It can it can damage your sex life for good. It can what damage it for good. So be careful. Praise God. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Scientifically and medically is known that the size does not matter. Yeah. All can do it. <laughs> the, listen, there is a standard size for the average penis. Listen, I'm the senior pastor of this church too. I don't care what you think. Listen, I am going to reload and come very, very hot on Sunday. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. You don't look at your wife and say, Ah, your breasts are shrunk in size. Who made it shrink? Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. So communicate. Somebody say communicate. communicate. Communicate and you communicate before, during, and after. Communicate when? Before, during, and after. You communicate your expectations. When you are dating, is one of the things you should talk about. Praise God. Yeah. You should talk about it. Communicate your expectations and your inhibitions. Yeah. Speak about them before. The things you are afraid of. All those uh, Yahweh stuff you have received that has made you a bit afraid. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Fear comes by hearing and hearing by wrong words. Praise God. So all those garbage you have stored here that is making you very hostile. Praise God. Your husband touches you and you shift. Praise God. Very very important. Communicate your fears and your inhibitions. Number two. Communicate during the act. Don't be lying there as if you are a dead body. Praise God. Respond. Praise God. I have not heard anything yet. <laughs> Wait until Sunday comes. Not this Sunday, though. Praise God. Yeah. Give appropriate feedback while the action is on.
0: Praise God.
2: Yeah. You are helping the person to help you better. <laughs> Communicate. After. Somebody say after. Yeah. After. You have to give honest and respectful evaluation of the whole process from the beginning to the end. Praise God. How did they like last night? What didn't you like? Somebody must bring up the matter. Praise God. Because if you don't talk to your spouse about it, she will speak to her friends about it. And what betise you. If they happen to be the wrong friends. They will happen to be the wrong friend. They will step in and do the job well. Because he has given them the feedback they need. Am I communicating here? That's why you must communicate with your spouse. Your sexual satisfaction in a marriage is not only the responsibility of one of the spouse. It's our responsibility. If you do the thing, you are not happy. It is not the man. It is also you. Praise God. You must accept responsibility to work it out. The moment you begin to see that is he against me, then you begin to look at an alternative way to satisfy yourself. But when you see that we have a mutual responsibility to make sure that this thing works, this thing is exciting, we are enjoying ourselves, having fun, then it becomes easier to work through the challenges. Praise God. Yeah. So, you need to communicate and communicate honestly. Praise God. And that means that one must be open for communication. Don't be judgmental in your mind. When your spouse is talking to you about something, then in a moment, who who have you been talking to? What have you been watching? Praise God. Number three, be responsive. Be more responsive. Be more responsive and sensitive to the sexual needs of your partner. Be more responsive and sensitive. Be sensitive. Somebody say, be sensitive. Be sensitive. You have to be sensitive. Be sensitive. Be sensitive to one another's needs. That's what the Bible says. Don't withhold it. Be sensitive. One week, two weeks. Ah, Wakuma again. two more days. Praise God. Be sensitive. Open up. Be sensitive. Be sensitive. Only Ben, why? Be sensitive. Number four. Prioritize the sexual pleasure and satisfaction of your spouse above your own. Love. Genuine love is not self-seeking. Seek for ways. When you are getting into it, don't be getting into it for the fun you will get out of it. Aim at bringing happiness and satisfaction to your spouse. Praise God. When that becomes your objective, every time the door will be open. Praise God. I said every time the door will be what? Open. Access will always be guaranteed. But the moment is all about you. You jump in quickly. You come out. <laughs> and you, you begin to sleep like a <laughs> Listen, it's not good. You will kill her interest and desire with time. Praise God. So make sure that you are sensitive to one another's needs. Very important. Number five, prepare your wife for it. As for sex, you have to prepare your spouse for it. It's always important that you prepare your spouse, particularly your wife. Women don't just get into sex. They need to be prepared. You move them from the outer court into the inner court and then into the Holy of Holies. Yeah. It's a process. Praise God. It's a process. If you don't follow the protocol, you can't get the product. Praise God. The protocol is vital. Somebody say, Amen. Men are almost always ready for sex anytime. time. Praise God. Alive. Quick. We are leaders. You can't blame us. Praise God. Uh So it's very important. You need to prepare her by filling her emotional tank. Speak affectionately. Give her gifts. Assist her. Sometimes at home. Praise God. You came from work. Because when the thing is on your mind, it's on your mind. Praise God. I like what Proverbs 16 verse 1 says. He said the preparations of the heart is in man. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Preparation. You have to prepare yourself. Number six. Clean up. Look nice and smell nice. Somebody say "Clean clean up. Look nice. And smell nice. Yeah. That's very important. If you want sex to be pleasurable, you have to be so clean. We are coming into something that is so clean. So we have to look so clean. Somebody say amen. amen. Yeah, you have to be clean. Now ladies who have a habit of bathing once a day, I've said it uh, repeatedly on this altar, it's a very bad... Uh, uh, listen. Habit for you as a single person. We, we can pardon a guy. But for a woman, it's not, not at all. It's, it's no excuse for a guy also bath once a day. What is good for the gander is goose is also good for the gander. For a couple, both of you must look sharp. Praise God. Smell nice, look sharp. And then, let's uh, have fun. Praise God. Very, very important. But you can't be demanding a clean body when your body is smelling uh, like uh, uh, Mayanka. Praise God. Create a conducive atmosphere for it. Create a conducive atmosphere for it. Most people like it in darkness. But it doesn't have to be in darkness all the time. Praise God. What we are doing is not a sin. Why should we always be in darkness? Praise God. Yeah. Set the light to fit. Praise God. Create a conducive atmosphere. Let the place be secure. Am I communicating? Very, very important. Very important. The atmosphere must be tight. Amen? amen. And then start it where? Well. Start it where? Well. Foreplay must be tight. Foreplay means actively engage your hands, your mouth, amen. your tongue. Engage all of these. All of these are sensual. Praise God. <laughs> Use them very well. Say an Amen. Very, very important. Engage them. Don't be rigid and frigid. Be flexible. Cool down. Praise God. Yeah. Songs of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 11. Your lips, oh, my spouse. Songs of Solomon. Yeah. <laughs> Your lips, oh my spouse, 411, New King James. Your lips, oh my spouse, drip as their honeycomb. Honey and milk are under your tongue. (laughs) And the fragrance of your garment is like the fragrance of Lebanon. Praise God. So, Very, very important. Praise God. As much as possible, when all... Uh, the various uh, parts have been actively engaged and you still need assistance. Find a lubricant. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a sin. Praise God. It's not a sin. Sometimes you have done all you know to do. But one thing now like this. <laughs> Yeah. Find a lubricant say an amen. amen okay number 10 i said it earlier give appropriate verbal and bodily feedback during the act somebody say verbal and bodily feedback yeah yeah verba and bodily feedback is very important your ha- your wife will be happy that she was able to make you happy your if you are a good husband and a good wife that will always be uh, something of great joy to you. So, uh, when we finish, not that when we finish, that's when you are talking. Talk. Praise God. You are too sweet. Ah, I'm enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Listen. I don't want you to, I don't want to assume that you know it. I'm giving you examples. (laughs) Praise God. Yeah. I'm giving you examples. Good things to say. I'm glad I married you. You are the best. You are so sweet. Praise God. Yeah. You have to speak. Number 11. Be flexible, creative, and adventurous. Be flexible, creative, and adventurous and trust. Explore. I'm not saying that go and watch porno, And then come and say, you see that one? I think we should it. <laughs> Praise God. Whatever porno you want to do, do it between the two of you. Explore as much as possible. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Most of the time, people think that having a pleasurable sex life just begins from, sometimes you can be married for two, three years and you, you have not even found your bearing. Praise God. So you need to be patient. And as you communicate, it becomes easier. But particularly when you have been married for some time, you are not communicating. You can do it and uh, you have done it. But really not uh, fun. So that's very important. Be flexible, creative, and adventurous. Number two of mind sex in your marriage. Somebody say mind sex. Somebody say mind sex. Mind sex. Mind sex. And I'm using the word mind carefully. Mind sex because sex is a product of the mind. When your mind is made up, you can do it even in a tired body. Say an amen. Amen. When your mind is brought to it, you can work even when you are very, very tired. How many? Good. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. 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 Very, very important. Number three. Thirteen. Stay fit by engaging in regular physical exercises. Be fit. Be fit. The wife must be fit. The, woman, the man must be fit. You have to. Uncle was talking about uh, taking walk at his age. He takes walk to be fit. Praise God. So if at your age you are breathing after one second, two seconds, your breath. Your wife is not okay, but she will say it's okay because you you may die. The way you're breathing. (laughs) She wants her husband alive rather than losing. So, are you okay? Ah, yeah, it's okay. Praise God. (laughs) Overheating, I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Number 14. Each spouse must learn to initiate sex. Sex is not just the responsibility of the man. Each one must initiate it. How many of you are married? Men, lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Men who are married here. How many of you enjoy sex as men when your wife initiates it? Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. So don't, don't just... Uh, and uh, You are always waiting for him. Listen, nobody stops you from going. If Mohammed, the mountain doesn't go to Muhammad, Muhammad goes to the mountain. Praise God. And this mindset say is a say no if you dream. You see, is not is not godly, it's not holy. It's a demonic mindset. To marry and then think that enjoying making your husband happy. You are not ready for marriage. If that is your mindset, you need to really work on it. You need a mental when it comes to sex, eh, For a pleasurable sex, you need a mental adjustment. A supernatural, uh, like Archbishop, we say, deprogramming and reprogramming. Number 15, tap into grace whenever necessary. Somebody say, tap into grace. Yeah, there are times where the mind is there, the body is there, but you are really tired. Sometimes you are even fasting. Praise God. But your wife wants it, the husband wants it. You have to tap into grace. The Bible said God is able to make all grace abound. When I caught the revelation of that scripture, oh, I am very strong every time. Yeah. No matter how long I'm fasting, grace is available. Praise God. No, 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 no. Grace is available. Tap into grace. You see, it, it, it's all your understanding of the act because it's a spiritual act and you are doing it to honor God. And to prevent uh, and to do something that brings glory to God. God will give you grace when you need it. Praise God. So you tapping into grace. Father, I'm tired. But this hour, let grace come. (laughs) Let grace come. And I'm telling you, grace will come in abundance. Number 16. Learn to verbalize your gratitude after every act of sex. Learn to verbalize your gratitude after every act. To each other. For the opportunity and the impartation. Praise God. Yeah. You don't know how many couples. Uh, have been staffed for months. And you, you get it when you need it. When you get it like that be grateful. Don't take your spouse for granted. Learn to express your gratitude and appreciation at all times. Praise God. And then. Never hesitate to seek counseling from cre- credible sources whenever there is a challenge in your sexual relation as a couple. Don't hesitate. Most of the time, we hide under secrecy. We don't want to tell anybody. We don't want to tell anybody. We don't te- want tell anybody. And a lot of things are good going- marriages that could have been saved if the couple are spoken in time. Sometimes end up in divorce because the couple refuse to speak. Learn to speak. Yes, are say. But take note of what I said from credible sources. You have no business WhatsApping a, a, a guy who used to chase you before you got married and tell him about your sexual matters. How the guy is not uh, pulling his weight. You are only inviting him to come for you. Praise God. Yeah. So you have to be very careful. Who you speak to is very, very important. You cannot afford the risk associated with secrecy. Neither can you also decide to stay away. Okay. I will close with this. And then uh, after this uncle will come and then we will take your questions. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4. He said let marriage be, done, be held in honor. Amplified version. Let marriage be held in honor, esteem worthy, precious and of great price, especially dear in all things. And thus, let the marriage bed be undefined, kept undishonored, for God will judge and punish and chaste all guilty of sexual vice and adulteries. Praise God. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23 to 24. There are certain gray areas in sex. Amen? Yeah. But I am of the conviction that no kind of sexual pleasure should be off limit for a couple as long as it fulfills two major conditions. It honors God and then it's not harmful health wise to the couples involved. Praise God. Yeah, it should not. It should not. It should not you not sometimes people's sexual experiences before marriage are different people's uh, uh, temperaments are different and sometimes circumstances may be different praise god so when we impose rigid laws on what a couple can do and cannot do we may not help them very well praise god so as much as possible when it comes to some of these gray areas my Conviction is that as much as once it honors God and doesn't endanger your spouse, it's you should open up. Praise God. Three help, helpful guidelines on that matter one, does what we want to do, does it violate God's word in any way? Does it violate God's word? What we want to do, you are married, your husband wants to use your anus, does it violate God's word? According to scripture, that is an unnatural use. Praise God. And according to Romans, the Bible says God will deal with them. If we could have sex through our anus, God will endorse homosexuality. Can somebody give me an amen? Yeah. Is it healthy for me or my spouse, either in the short term or the long term? You have to ask that question. Does it violate my conscience or that of my spouse? That's also a very important question to ask. Praise God. Yeah, that's a very important question to ask. These are questions that will help you to be sure. Nobody can put a hard and fast rule about it, but God gives us a certain framework within which we ought to live our lives. Am I saying something to someone tonight? So it's very important. All things being equal. Whatever you decide to do must be something you mutually agree on. Praise God. It must be something you mutually what? Agree on. Something you mutually agree on. You see, there are things that sometimes may violate your conscience today, but sooner or later, you realize that it's not not worthy of attention. Praise God. There are people who get married and even actual penetration, when they finish, they go and pray. And ask for forgiveness, praise God. Yeah, they have a weaker conscience, they have a weaker conscience. You are surprised, eh? <laughs> you don't know, I don't know whether Uncle has uh, had any uh, experience in that area, but all kinds of things happen. Praise God, yeah. After they have done, she, she, she says she, she feels bad. It looks like uh, something, <laughs> it looks like she has done. Something. Listen. Uh, Particularly, the person who has never been involved before. Those are people who usually have uh, uh, experiences like that. But listen, forget about your feelings. This one is what God has sanctified. It's holy. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. I would suspend it here, and then uh, <laughs> not this Sunday. You're expecting Sunday. Sunday, we are on another matter. Some Sunday to come. Praise God. And then when your questions come, I'm sure it will help us put the rest of the things in perspective. God richly bless you. One word. One word.
1: Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity.
0: To get a copy of other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuakwa, please call 020-422-5790 or 027-422-5790 or email us at Chapel at yahoo.com
1: Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information.
0: Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services, 6.30 to 8 a.m. fair service, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. second service and on Tuesdays for our word encounter service 6 to 8 p.m. at our church Auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santa about Kumase, Ghana.
1: God richly bless you. In one world one world